Hi, my name is Regan Picard, and welcome to Book Talk, the podcast where the entire theme is talking about and reviewing books. This segment is about the novel All the Right Places by Jennifer Niven. To explain, All the Bright Places follows Violet Markey and Theodore Finch, two teenagers both dealing with mental illness. Nine months prior to the book's setting, Violet and her sister Eleanor were in a car accident, which killed Eleanor and left Violet with minor injuries. Because of this accident, Violet deals with depression and survivor's remorse. She becomes a shell of who she once was, not hanging out with her friends, never stepping foot into a car, and not writing when it used to be her most favorite thing in the world. Finch, also known as Theodore Freak, has bipolar disorder and a history of abuse from his father at a young age. He's searching for something to live for, trying to get out of his town, anything to keep him from falling back into the asleep, the name he gives his depressive episodes. They meet on the roof of their school, where they're both contemplating jumping off. Finch, who frequents that rooftop often, is shocked to see another person up there, that someone being Violet. He then successfully talks her down from the ledge and allows her to do the same for him. Later that week, they are paired up for a project that requires them to wander Indiana and explore the wonders of their state. Throughout the project, Finch helps her step out of her shell. He gets her in the car, exploring Indiana, and makes her realize that even though her sister's life ended, hers is still worth living. And for a little while, Finch, who is constantly ridiculed and called a freak by his peers, finally has something that makes him feel alive and makes him want to stay that way. They are unapologetically in love and seem to be slowly healing from each other. Sadly, Finch's lack of professional help and treatment catches up to him and he has a hard time keeping himself afloat. Even Violet can't stop him from spiraling. He ends up taking his own life, leaving Violet heartbroken. But losing Finch is different to losing her sister. Instead of letting herself fall into that hole from before, she forces herself to have difficult talks with her family, write a whole new magazine, and simply have fun with her new friends. For starters, this book teaches us how difficult dealing with loss is, how one can totally forget themselves in their grief. Violet alienates herself and allows her trauma to completely overtake her life. She needed something to pull her out of the hole she fell in. An example being when she was wearing her sister's old glasses and her explanation was, maybe if I wear the glasses long enough, I can be like her. I can see what she saw. I can be both of us at once so no one will have to miss her, least of all me. She was trying so hard to keep her sister's life present that she neglected to live her own, which is why she was so grateful to Finch for helping her learn how to keep living, for showing her the wonders of life and how hers has so much more meaning than she thinks. No more winter at all, Finch. You brought me spring. Another thing we learned is how difficult mental illnesses are to deal with, especially with the social stigma that surrounds it. Finch doesn't get help because he doesn't like labels. He doesn't want to put a name to what he has because he knows that it will stick with him forever. He tries to help himself all on his own by finding crutches like Violet or just changing things around whenever he feels restless. It shows that proper counseling and or medication is crucial for the mentally ill. We see the ugly side of mental illness in this book and it may open some people's eyes to the reality of these issues. He says to Violet, I'm the freak, I'm the weirdo, I'm the troublemaker. I start fights, I let people down. Don't make Finch mad, whatever you do. Oh, there he goes again in one of his moods. Moody Finch, angry Finch, unpredictable Finch, crazy Finch. But I'm not a compilation of symptoms, not a casualty of bad parents and an even worse chemical makeup, not a problem, not a diagnosis, not an illness, not something to be rescued. I'm a person.
Reading this book makes you think. It's a crazy eye-opener to the hardships that the mentally ill and teenagers face. It makes you realize how people are more than how they appear, that they are not defined by how you see them. It shows you how all-consuming young love is, how it can help you grow into the person you need to be. And finally, it shows that life is worth living, even when so much tries to hold us back. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week on Book Talk.